Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III. You're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I am so excited to have you connected on this day. So grateful for all of you that subscribe to this podcast and make no mistake about it. This is going to be an amazing day for you. Thank all of you for sharing this podcast around the world. And to all of our first-time listeners today, we welcome you. This is the place where we believe leaders are evolving. We believe that iron sharpens iron. We believe in a space like this that you can be exposed to some of the greatest thought leaders, strategies, some of the greatest plans for your future can be unveiled to you if you stay connected to this particular podcast. We're grateful. We're so thankful. And we appreciate you so much for being connected. Today, I'm excited to share with you a wonderful topic that I believe will be certainly inspirational, but yet will be revelatory in your life as a leader because there are moments in all of our lives where we begin to lament about how difficult, how strenuous the opportunity is when it opens up. And somebody listening right now is saying, well, shucks, it is tough doing this. It's so hard. The class is so hard. The program is so hard. The job is so hard. That's why I want to challenge you today to think about this thought. If it were easy, anybody could do it. Now, why is that important? Because I think that we have to understand that greatness does not come by the path that is the most easiest. Greatness comes by the path that has the most challenges. And we have to understand that that anything worth having is worth working for. And this process of walking into greatness and achieving your goal was always meant to be developmental, to prepare you, to strengthen you. And these experiences that you are encountering are all necessary. That's what leaders must understand. Let me give you an example of this. Jesus takes 12 men on an extraordinary journey. They're ordinary on an extraordinary journey. And he allows them to go through a variety of different experiences, but they are preparatory, right? They are preparing them for what's to come. And Jesus doesn't give space for a lot of complaining because you've been chosen for a reason. So that's what I want to, first of all, talk about that you were chosen because of your capacity. You were not chosen as some random act. You were chosen because of something that God had placed inside of you that he knew you had the wherewithal, the capacity to actually fulfill the assignment. When you think about scripture, Moses was chosen because of Moses' experience of being raised in an Egyptian household. Moses' experience of leading sheep. And so as a result, even in his 80s, God calls him to the assignment after a lifetime of preparation. Joshua is called because of his capacity. He has been a good student of Moses, a good mentee of Moses. So consequently, he is called because of his capacity. 
Are you seeing this? So why is this key? David is chosen. David's brothers are lined up to be chosen first, and yet it is David. Even though he may not look the part, he is the youngest. Guess what? David is chosen because of his capacity. So what you must understand is that everything you've gone through that has prepared you and the resilience that has come upon you has created for you a certain level of capacity. And some of that capacity has yet to be realized. You don't even realize how strong you are yet. But all of it has been tempering you and getting you ready for not right now, but for where you're going. And I know it's hard right now because you're going through this tough spot and you're saying, oh my goodness, it's just so rough. Why is it so tough now? But it has nothing to do with right now. It is all about you're not yet. Ladies and gentlemen, if you could just understand this principle here, that it's about your capacity. It's about God has placed something inside of you so extraordinary, so amazing that it has yet to come to its full fruition. And once you arrive in this space, you'll begin to realize why. The scripture says, many are called, but few are chosen. And that's why the second thing is important, because you ought not doubt yourself. Stop doubting yourself. Stop walking around with the language that affirms your insecurities. I can't do this. It's too tough. I don't know if I can compete. I went through a season like that. When I finished Southern University in Baton Rouge and I got to Vanderbilt Divinity School and was sitting around students who had gone to other universities and I was sitting there wondering, oh my God, can I really be, compete? Am I good enough to be here? And I had to have a come to Jesus moment that I would not be sitting around this table if I were not prepared. I would have not been accepted in this program if I couldn't do it. So I had to stop doubting myself and I had to realize that the power of life and death was in my tongue. And when I start speaking negativity and doubt and releasing that insecurity in the atmosphere, it starts creating that environment around me. I have got to be very, very clear right now more than ever that I can do this. I, I want you to hear this right now because maybe you're sitting there, you're listening and you're like, man, I, this is right down the vein of what I need today because I have been doubting myself. I've been doubting whether or not I could take this new position, whether or not I can get this doctorate degree, whether or not I can you know, really survive and, and thrive in this new position. But let me tell you something. You were born for this. You can do it. I don't care what anybody says. You can do this. You can accomplish this. You were put on the planet for this. And if it were easy, anybody could do it. But that's why you're doing it, because you were, you were made for a moment just like this. You were built for this. So stop doubting yourself. Stop allowing yourself to be fed negativity and close out all those portals that keep telling you what you cannot do. I cannot should never be a part of the language of a leader. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am more than a conqueror through him who loved me. And so I must be very clear out of the gate of what I can do. The next thing I think is important is that your preparation is different. Your preparation as a next level leader and where you're going is designed to be different. It wasn't meant to be the same. You have to understand this. These things that, that you're dealing with right now, it's all about preparing you for a whole nother level. That's why uh, mentors explain to mentees that the reason we are harder on you than we are most people is because we see where you're going. We understand what's on your life. 
And that's why the coach is harder on certain players. And that's why the teacher is harder on certain students because your preparation has to be different because you're not just being prepared for the subject matter. You're being prepared for the life experiences around the subject matter. And so therefore, that's why when you, when you fall down, rather than come pick you up, the instructor says, get up. I say that metaphorically, but I, I mean it in a real sense. Your preparation has to be different. We're not here to enable you. We're here to empower you. So it, it, you're coming the tough way. You're coming through the fire. You're coming purposely through these obstacles in order for you to have a whole nother level of training. That's why you have people who are great athletes and those who are, you know, those who are at the top of the food chain, right? Good, great, and then those who are just top of the food chain and those who are top of the food chain those people that are at a whole nother level of all-star athletes those are the folks that prepare differently while others were partying they were working out in the gym like in school when others were studying some were partying some were studying it's like your preparation when I was in school we marched in the band the reason why our band was so good at Southern because when a lot of people will say, that's it, that's enough for the night, we'd be running it back two or three more times. It'd be midnight. We'd still be out there because we were so determined not to be as good as, but to be better than. Our preparation is designed to be at another level. As a pastor, what I try to do is I study much harder. I go harder in the pain. I stay up a little later. My preparation is different. And when your preparation is different, you, you become an anomaly. People are fascinated by that. Some people who never even understood what this looks like, look at you and marvel. Like, how do you do that? How do you keep grinding? But they understand they're getting a glimpse at greatness. They're getting a glimpse of why you are achieving at the level you're doing, why your real estate numbers are off the chart, why your business numbers are off the chart, why you're excelling like you're excelling because you put in a different kind of preparation. Unapologetically, you have to prepare like that. The next thing I want you to understand, I want you to get it loud and clear. I want you to really get it loud and clear is that the struggle is designed to separate. See, that's why when, you, when you're experiencing this level of struggle in your life, it is designed to separate those who want it from those who don't. I have discovered this in life, and I've seen it on so many occasions where people have gone through the struggle, and I remember some people just tapping out and saying, it's just too much, I, I'm done, I've, I've gone as far as I can go. And it's really okay, because the struggle is designed to determine who really wants this? What you're going through right now is really a stress test for your destiny. How bad do you want it? Are you willing to go the extra mile? Are you willing to endure hardness as a good soldier? Are you willing to keep your head when all about you are losing there? See, this is that moment where you come to a place in your life where you say, ah, this struggle is showing me my willingness and my ability to operate at the next level. I love that scripture when it says, if you cannot walk with the footman, how can you contend with horses? If you cannot deal with the pressures and the stress, the challenges at one level, how can you handle it at another? If you're about to break down and you're walking away and you, you're like, you, you're done and this is just the, the ground level, what are you going to do when you get to the next level of greatness? If you cannot handle the pressure in the mail room, please stop asking God to elevate you to the boardroom because the pressure is different and it is designed to separate. And that's why, you know, you have to understand without apology, you know, pressure is applied. The struggle comes because trying to figure out 
who can navigate at this next level. If it were easy, anybody could do it. And that's why you have to accept and embrace the challenges at each level. Every level brings another level of challenge, but also another level of opportunity. What I have learned in my life is that every time I experienced elevation, there was a brand new level of challenges. But I had to embrace it. I couldn't run from it. I had to own it. I had to realize that I was prepared for this. I was chosen for this. So rather than tuck my tail and run and say, oh, it's too tough. I, I, I want to escape this. I had to embrace it as par for the course. This is what happens when you are called to greatness, when you are called to the next level, when you are called to do something that others are not called to do. You have to embrace and know that every level you go to, every new position, a promotion, every degree program you go to, it is designed to be harder. There are different challenges. But guess what? You can do this. I got to get this in your spirit. You can handle this. Once your business goes, you're like, oh my God, my business is so blessed and this is going on. And, but I'm having all these different challenges now. Well, then guess what? It comes with the territory. If you want to stay average, stay average. If you want average stuff, average blessings have average problems. But extraordinary blessings bring extraordinary problems. But guess what? You can do it. And so you must be willing to embrace what comes with it, all of it. Put things in place to help you manage it and deal with it. When you talk to people who are operating at optimal levels like that, you'd be amazed at how these folks are able to yet be productive, and yet manage all of that at the same time. They've developed the capacity to do that. But here's the next thing. I want you to really wrap your mind around this. Quitting is not an option. Now, I want to say this because I realize that there is a moment in all of our lives we come to where we want to just walk away, this moment of resignation. I've talked to so many leaders who are like, I can't take it no more. I can't do it. I just can't, I can't keep going on. But you've got to develop the fortitude to decide that quitting will never be a part of who you are. One of the things I love in Scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we have received mercy and we faint not, or that we quit, we don't quit, because we have received mercy. We, 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 we see the wonderful opportunity before us, and we begin to realize that if I quit, my quitting is not just tied to me. My quitting impacts the people whose lives were going to be blessed as a result of me living out the thing that God had for my life. So when I quit, it can be a selfish decision because I am impacting people's lives when I walk away. Can you think about all the lives that are going to be impacted because you walk into the blessing that God gave you? There are people that are going to benefit tremendously from the gift that you are. They're going to be so blessed and the world is going to be so blessed. But if you quit, if you give up, you rob people of what God intended for their life, all because you felt it was in your best interest to quit. But it's got to be bigger than you. You got to see the larger picture. You are called to something much greater than yourself. You're called to something much larger than you. And so when you begin to realize that and wrap your spirit around that, then it all begins to make sense how extraordinary this thing is that God wants to do in your life. Listen to me, there is so much greatness on your life. And I want to tell you something. I want you to listen loud and clear. Some of you are hearing this and tears are in your eyes, but I want to tell you something. If you look at all that you've gone through and it had not killed you, all you've gone through and you're still in your right mind, listen, 
quitting is not an option. You're too far out here to go back and you're too close to what God's going to do to quit right now. I need you to pull yourself together <laughs> and declare right now in your car, in your home, wherever you're walking, you're walking, listen to this podcast, you, what you're working out. I want you to declare right now, quitting is not an option. Come on, say it with your mouth. Quitting is not an option. Let's say it one more time. Quitting is not an option. And I want to leave this with you, that the test determines your trajectory. I've said this on so many occasions, particularly in sermons I've preached, because I believe you have to understand the direct correlation between the test you experience and the trajectory that you're on. See, when you look at what you are entrusted to go through, it gives you a preview of what you will be entrusted to go to. And that's what makes it so powerful. If you want to have any idea what God has in store for your life, look at what God is allowing you to be tested to go through. That right there should be enough for some of you to be encouraged to say, well, God's about to blow my mind then based on all that I'm going through. But yeah, see, the test is only revealing to you that after this test, there's a trajectory. When you think about how a bowl works, you know, it's the tension. The arrow can only go as far as the pulling of the tension of the bow. And if you don't have the pullback and the tension, the stress on the bow, the arrow will go nowhere. The arrow will only go into red proportion to the amount of stress and pull and pressure on the bow. You will only go as far as the amount of test, <laughs> stress, pressure that you're entrusted to go through. And boy, when you go through it, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men what God has in store for somebody like you. Listen to me, Next Level Leader. If it were easy, anybody could do it. You've been chosen for something. You didn't choose it, it chose you. But God knew your capacity. He knew what he placed in you was for such a time as this. So let's stop the lamentation game. Let's stop complaining about how tough it is and how hard the class is and how we're coming up the rough side of the mountain. Let's embrace this as par for the course. Let's embrace this like the next level leader that we are. And let's declare, if it were easy, anybody could do it. And that's why somebody like me has been chosen to walk in this blessing. You have some amazing things in store for you. And I really hope that this podcast has helped you get beyond the doubting yourself, recognizing that your preparation is different, understanding that the struggle is designed to separate the weak from the strong, helping you to embrace and accept the challenges that come with every level, and knowing that now I can declare that quitting is not an option and that these tests determine my trajectory. I want to thank you so much for listening in today to Next Level Leader Podcast. You have blessed me by being a part. In every podcast, I ask you to do three things for me. The first is this. I want you to make certain that you follow me. I want to stay connected to you on Instagram at josephwalker3. Please do that. Let me know. If you're a first-timer, share this, share my platform. I would love 
to connect with you. We're going to be doing some things with that for this particular podcast. So stay connected. Number two, order my new book, Leadership and Loneliness. Go to josephwalker3.org. It will bless you. I promise you, there's so much in that book I poured out. I can't even get it all out. It's just so much. And the third thing I want you to do, share this podcast with as many people as you can. Share it on all of your platforms and tell everybody you need to be a subscriber to this free podcast by Dr. Joseph Walker. Wherever you get podcasts, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, if you're listening, the Charisma Podcast, wherever you're listening, wherever you get podcasts, this you can get it. I want you to get it because this is going to bless you. Let them know that. So share it because we want several hundred more thousand people this year alone to be a part of this podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I pray God's blessings be upon you and yours. Until next time, you be blessed now. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting 